0: This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. David Hasselhoff has a metal band now. That is all we'll be talking about tonight. Why, what else is going on? Oh,
1: right, the Metal Injection Livecast starts now.
2: That is right, welcome. It is election night 2020. I can't believe it's another, it's been four years since the previous presidential election. And we are live in living color. We've upgraded our setup. We are now in the Metal Injection News headquarters. (laughs) And we have a very special guest correspondent for the evening. Uh, Welcome, the illustrious uh, Shredder. (laughs)
3: Integrating. Because of consumer neoliberal capitalism.
1: <laughs> Mrs.
2: Smith. <laughs> Mr. Smith is joining us. That was beautiful. A you beautiful know, i, I tradition was edition of the w- national anthem to kick off tonight's election night edition of the Metal Injection Live Cast. Let me introduce everyone. I am Rob here with Noah sid and 3d and the lovely mrs smith as mentioned and you could be a part of the show we our phone lines are open we're going 213 wide nut that's 213-943-3688 and we are live i was i was feeling very embarrassed to
4: be an american until that uh, rendition that of beautiful. our national anthem and now i feel like a bald eagle has landed on my chest and started pecking at my heart it's just me darren Oh, what you're in my, you're in here? <laughs> I thought we the, were
0: like zooming from far away. The call is coming from inside the house.
2: <gasps> Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us from your boudoir, uh, your guitar room. Uh,
3: you're welcome. I'm in an Airbnb that's turned permanent. My when COVID went crazy, I was uh, I moved in here temporarily, and I'm stuck. So uh, it's it's complicated. I won't get into it, but I'm basically like a you know Brooklyn creative class dusty person up here in an attic. I'm the old auntie in the attic, but I'm I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. So I like that pink amp you have behind you. That's my little acoustic. You know, in case we get any kumbaya, you know, oh.
1: chen- <laughs> in
3: case you know someone I wants did so. wants to sing, you know, a little a little um Sarah McLachlan maybe. It, it,
1: it, it, Is it? You?
4: Isn't "kumbaya" like reserved for when good things happen? I
2: know.
4: Um,
3: yes, no. Whatever we want to sing is fine.
2: Okay. Aaron,
4: you're Down. such a
5: pessimist.
4: Uh, listen. What you got? Anything good? Uh, do you think it's going to happen tonight? Howie Hawkins going to sweep the electoral board? Well, Noah's still engaged, so that's good. That's yeah, true. there's we like other
5: things to be like happy about. We have our health.
2: We have the lovely Mrs. Swi- Smith. Yeah, this is like Swift. Swift will be right. here in our second hour. <laughs> Who's that? Some,
3: some mandolin playing? And she, she plays uh, the liar. She's got talent and is now has 10 million more followers Who's than that? me. Um, we have to count our blessings. We are safe for tonight. <laughs> for tonight. We have what we need. We have friendship. We have companionship. We have to build left power, but that's a larger project. You know, you know, for tonight, I, we've done what we can, right? I, I want to mention one
2: thing that's been bothering me uh, is seeing uh, all of these news stories about businesses boarding up uh, all over the country. Uh, because to me, it's kind of like uh, like they're they're like asking for it in a way. I, I can't. I, I don't know. It's like I can't explain it. Like I know they're doing it in anticipation of potential riots but they're, they're taking a dim view of humanity is what you're saying yes yeah I mean, yeah i'm I, I, it just seems weird to just take that leap to expect well there to be rioting has maybe there been darren, rioting after any other election
5: maybe uh, darren just, is running all the stores and he just has a really negative attitude about what's about to happen I think, well, uh,
0: Darren's
3: a secret capitalist
0: this whole time. I would have been...
3: a small business owner, that backbone of American...
5: (laughs) He's been hiding money in his freezer this whole time.
4: My negative reaction would have been to side with the looters, though. That's the thing. I don't don't doubt that there's going to be looting. I just think the boards are cowardly. Face it like a man, you scumbags.
2: Yeah, make your insurance companies pay for it. Yeah. Uh, we have a, our phone lines are open, as I mentioned, 213 wide nut. It's election night 2020. I remember election night 2016, like it was four years ago. We were uh, gloating about how Trump was going to lose, and, and then, well, like, 20 minutes after. <laughs> Not the, all of us. Like how, it looked how you know,
0: like know that we Trump were gloating. We were, like, cautiously optimistic. We were cautiously optimistic, and then 20 minutes
2: after the show ended, it was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> 956, you're on the Metal Injection Livecast. What's up? What's your name? Where are you from?
1: Hey, it's Ed the Beast from South Texas.
2: Hello. Ed the Beast from South Texas. Texas right now is leaning blue. Last time I checked, did you uh, hit the polls today or earlier this month? Or...
4: He's bedridden, Rob. Don't... Or Ruben mailed, in. During, mailed
1: in no, during No, no, I, I don't. I don't care for politics. They're, they're all assholes, anyways. I don't care. Mm.
5: Right, they're all dirty politicians.
1: So what's up? So Ed, the yes, base. they're all corrupt, lying bastards. Yes, so I don't. I don't care for politics.
5: So, so how we- are you de-stressing on this election day?
1: I I I can care of this. I've got. I got other things to worry about in my life than politics.
4: Rob, did you say that uh, Biden is winning Texas?
1: It's he's ahead leaning, by forty. Blue right
5: forty thousand votes.
4: He's ahead by. Mm-hmm.
3: Well,
4: with fifty-seven percent
3: reporting. What is the number two
4: <laughs> one? I'm sorry. What did you say, ma'am? What is the number two uh, one,
2: three? Uh, I said two seventy.
4: No, two one three wide nut. She said yes.
2: Saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Is the
3: phone number. 213-943-3688. I'm just, I'm, tw- I'm tweeting it out. I'm sorry to interrupt. The, the, no, no. The no we, life is untouched by politics. We don't say it enough anyway.
2: No, 213-943-3688. 57% of Texas is reporting, and, and Biden has a very, very narrow lead. <laughs> Negligible, statistically, I would say. <laughs> Have the Beast? Have you been listening to any heavy metal in the last uh, week or so? Uh,
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I've I've been. uh, I got a subscription to uh, Apple Music, and uh, I pretty much uh, built my uh, phone's hard drive with nothing but (laughs) music. Everything I can, uh, I can possibly. um, New stuff and old stuff that I grew up with. um, Just uh, running the gamut. Even some uh, some old school hip hop. Uh, and gangster Rap, you know, some OG, uh, Ice-T, and um, Cypress Hill, their first record, and other stuff that I grew up with that I've been wanting to, uh, you know, to to listen to again. So I've got, like, uh, 25 gigs of music in my phone right now.
0: And the rest is pornography?
1: (laughs) I wish. I wish. But no, it's uh, the other... Remaining is like photos and videos that my daughter took with my phone. Oh.
0: it's better than pornography, I
2: guess.
1: Yeah, I hope that's not pornography Come on, Rob. <laughs> no. no.
2: All right. Well, Ed the Beast, thank you for calling in. We got more callers. The lines are blowing up. You can be a part of the Metal Injection Live Cast Election oh, 2020 Special. Something to say. Um. Uh. And uh, yes, if if you have something, a question, a comment, a criticism area code 905 you have rang up 213 wide nut what's your name and where you're from
6: hello my name is alex and uh, i'm calling from toronto actually so i'm watching this as an observer lucky (laughs) and yeah i mean it's 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 funny that you said about how everybody is kind of waiting in the strides for riots to happen but I remember 2011 when the Vancouver Canucks lost the uh, Stanley Cup, and you know, we lost our shit.
2: See? <laughs> did you do any looting? So I don't
6: know what happened?
2: Were you involved in the looting?
6: Yeah, it was all of downtown Vancouver just completely erupted, and people were in the streets looting. And I mean, if that can piss us off, who knows what can happen?
2: Well, Jeez. let me ask you: What did you uh, What did you gain at the end of the night? Did you pick up a television, some sort of uh, electronics, a new tire, perhaps? What did you loot? Did you steal a moose?
5: Sports bra. <laughs> Sports bras are expensive. Oh no, we aren't, lost her.
0: Aren't all bras expensive?
5: Um, yeah, but like sports bras are like really expensive. They have no support. Re- I mean, there's like less work that's put into them. Oh, I don't you know, go. Mrs. Smith. Do you agree?
3: Well, yes, but I, I feel like with looting, you just end up with what you grab. You know, you go <laughs> for the go yeah. for the clothing steamer, like the what it looks like the really good one, the really rechargeable, mm-hmm. and you and you miss it. and You just grab a bunch of crappy Christmas lights. You know, the yeah. mm-hmm. that, like the multicolored kind. <laughs> the kind that are not going to last it's, it's, more, it's, a, it's just a smash and grab you know unless you're the trailblazer that's, that's smashing the window and you're the first one in there I don't know I've never done it I'm, <laughs> We have. Uh, by, by the way Sid
4: I just want to say that you're one step from being cancelled with your old bras matter shit don't bring your reactionary women's underwear opinions into this zoom chat alright some people wear a sports bra as outerwear is
0: open that your right? mind
2: Darren yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a top. It's like a bikini top.
3: I don't. I don't Why like not? the cut of your jib right now. Maybe someone would wear it underneath just a gray sweatshirt.
2: Yeah, possible. Uh, I'm sorry, Vancouver. <laughs> what was your name again?
6: Ben Alex. My name is Alex. Alex, thank <laughs>
2: awesome. you. It's a very unique name. Easy for me.
6: To <laughs> I. <laughs> I, Alex, to ask. I got lost there. My cat uh, decided to lay on my phone and oh. uh, wanted to. Uh, yeah, uh, completely but, turned my fifteen minutes of fame off. So I'm sorry,
3: that's Alex. Is the emotion towards Americans fear, pity, anger? This, what is
6: this?
2: Is a, this is a safe space? Be honest with us.
3: What is it? What are they? What are people feeling? It's like, oh, those poor Americans are. Well, they get what they deserve.
6: Honestly, we're feeling the same as you. I think um, here we have access to all of the U.S. channels, obviously, so we get on the U S election bandwagon a lot more because in Canada, our election nights are boring as hell. Um, More people are like indifferent to what's going on in Canadian politics because we're, I wouldn't say we're polite. We're just, we're politicians. We have politicians. Whereas in the States, I mean, even now, like I I don't understand how you guys are calling things so early when it takes so long for us. Like every vote has to be counted before they say, Oh, this guy won this district.
4: Great point. Completely agree with that. There should be no coverage. I don't want to see any coverage until every vote is counted. I don't want to see who's ahead. I don't want to see this one's up by forty thousand votes. It just influences the vote. Like there's yeah, no reason. It doesn't for
2: matter it. who's ahead. It's it's uh, it's the, no one there's you, no no one could be ahead because all the votes aren't counted. So it's, it's right. now I, I want to go to back to something to that back, you were saying that's about that's the, the rioting, Alex, really quick.
4: I think she wanted to ask a question yeah. first. You oh, wanna take her question? I'm sorry, did you have a question? <laughs>
6: I know I'm not on Zoom. It's hard. I wanted to ask a question to you because have you noticed that election night has become like more of an entertainment thing in the last 15 years? Oh, for sure. I it's, just it's noticed a big that, part of his, his um, you know, yeah. 9/11, everything's kind of like progressively into this like video game format.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's difficult.
4: a function of going everything going to the right. The Democrats have gone to the right. The Republicans have gone to the right. They keep leapfrogging each other. And that's the result. Like, there's no substance. If you look at the substance of what's of what politics is in this country, you're gonna vomit. So they have to make it all about people's personalities, you know. And that that's a function of that.
2: Now, what I wanted to ask is, you mentioned that in Vancouver, your hockey team lost the Stanley Cup, and uh, because of that, you rioted. Uh, and yeah. That would, like, I'm going to guess that's majority white people who rioted, right? Hmm.
6: Yeah, young, already drunk. There's always a, a joke around the Toronto Maple Leafs, if they ever won the Stanley Cup, that if you're in Toronto or anywhere in a hundred mile radius, yeah. you want to get out because people are going to be doing whatever they want. So uh, because the, it'd be like this final relief after 68 years.
2: Well, luckily...
6: and. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's not in danger of happening anytime soon. Final release, I believe, was a Burzum album. Uh, but uh, no, I don't, think, I don't think it was. Isn't that um, uh,
4: what you get when you go to the certain uh, massage parlors?
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, well, the point I was getting at was—maybe I mean, not
6: a final release. That would be if you die when it happens.
2: Well, mm-hmm. if you if don't if tip well good. enough, <laughs> get the shiv. The point I was getting to is: what if you know? I don't want to drink it so one way or the other, but what if Trump loses? And the rioting is, in fact, by the same personality profile that would be a Vancouver Canuck fan, which would be a white person. Like, the rioting is by mm-hmm. the Trump supporters. Could that, could that be a possibility? Who, which side I
6: think so. losing um, would be more we're, prone we're to We're going through a whole scenario right now. I don't know if you remember the van attacks that happened in Toronto in 2017 but a lot of Canadian news media is kind of preparing for something to happen in the States because we understand like there is a rise of this young, angry, I need to attach myself to something, whether it be religion or music or politics that they just need an outlet. And regardless of who wins, somebody is going to react in a way and somebody is going to do that. And and I know my colleague in Massachusetts, when, He uh, went down to, I think it was Texas for a weekend, and he saw all of these trucks coming out, all of these Trump supporters coming out. He was just floored because he said, this is the exact scenario which we kind of look down upon in other countries, and we say, oh, this is terrorist actions and stuff like that. But it's the exact same scenario you're watching playing out in front of your eyes, which really speaks to the fact that, you know, There is this mob mentality driven by this Mm. entertainment rating factor, by the emotional underlying of what's going on in politics. And I mean, in Canada, we know a
2: lot about uh, what's going on on in American politics for a Canadian. I
4: I have a question. Actually, this just occurred to me. Do you think Alex, that, uh, the Canadian segment of like incel bootlicking, like authoritarian right-wing nut job, white people are, in Canada are going to riot if like Trump loses? Do you think they care that much? Are they invested in that like as a global phenomenon?
6: Uh, oh, absolutely. There's, you know, anti-maskers here who are demonstrating every week. There's been church burnings in the last couple of weeks around my area. Um, we're invested in, like, it's a North American society. Really. We're invested more in the States. And the outcome, and I can even say that from my dad who watches Fox, Fox News religiously, it's just, you know, it's again that it's so exciting and we know the U.S. is so big and we want to be in the U.S. but uniquely Canadian that you will see that reaction here and maybe even Canadians going down or trying to go down to enjoy the uh, potential for chaos.
4: Oh, lend a hand you mean?
6: maybe i don't
4: know (laughs) you know what i you know what really i don't understand about well there's a lot to not understand about trump supporters but what like i play with a lot of them i play poker so well pre-covid i played with a lot of trump supporters and i don't get like if you're a trump supporter and what do you think you're getting with biden that's going to be so offensive to you like you The same black people are going to go to prison. The same people are going to be poor. The same people are mostly not going to have health care. Like everything you hate is still going to be oppressed. Like, what do you, how is your life going to change that much? The
3: difference is affect. The difference is the affect and the the merchandise. Merchandise and the style. And and it's a style that we've, we have watched. It's, it's it's, it's the, it's the kind of overweight jock ex jock with a truck and a flag and all this stuff and it's joe six-pack and and this this cliche of a type of person that um you know uh all, you know the it, support the troops and you know of course we support troops we don't want them to go to war i don't want them to go to war that's how i support them yeah i support Let the troops come at home yeah <laughs> I support their treatment for PTSD. I support all of it. They're, 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 they're cannon fodder. It's a tragedy, you know, but this is a different thing. It's like this sort of tragic, uh, sort of dead masculinity. It has sort of nowhere to go. It's, it has no purpose. It doesn't have an industrial purpose. There's no, you know, there's no factory to go work in or anything like that. So this, it's kind of a sort of an empty energy and it's looking for somewhere to go. And I think it's why... It's so telling that they run people over with cars. I mean, the most cowardly, I mean, just a truly cowardly act. The poor young lady that was killed in this fashion in Charlottesville. They have these incredible guns amongst people, their opponents, none of which are armed. Heather Heyer. You know, Heather Hayer. But they, they have these incredible military-style weapons at a, at a demonstration where, yeah, maybe people are throwing bottles. Maybe they're looting a little bit. Maybe they're causing a little bit of anarchy, but you're bringing these war. I mean, it's so, it's so um, not engaged to me. It's so disconnected. Uh,
2: That brings up uh, something I wanted to mention actually, which, which is, uh, you know, you released a music video about Antifa niece. Your niece has been at these protests apparently. (laughs)
6: Well, uh, she's
3: shown up with a bullhorn. You know, it's like she's looked at a Molotov cocktail and been like, someday i gonna throw one of those. But mostly she's just yelling anarchy in the streets. And she, she wants to be part of something. And I am a member now of Parents and Friends of Antifa members, um, PFAM, because I'm trying to understand what she's going through. And so I wrote a song about it, Antifa Knees. And it's being suppressed by the algorithms because it has the word "antifa" in it, and it 's not pro antifa or anti antifa, which is my position because i don't i don't really would, would anti antifa be just fa <laughs> fasci <Yes>. baby fasci
2: <laughs> well, let's play a little clip here uh, first, I want to point out that in New Jersey, our neighboring state here, we are all in New York, uh, there is a ballot to legally uh, legalize marijuana recreationally and currently. 69% of the 420 initiative is yes. Nice. <laughs> okay, uh, let's. Uh, here's a little clip of uh, Antifa Nice.
3: She's going to show you them. She's going to She's going to change. On me. Next thing I know, I'll find them running through the streets can't find her anywhere Where's my crazy niece? She's
1: over there, she's got a full horn in her hand She's screaming out, wants to the an
3: anarchy to the land She's jumping up. And all of a sudden the cops are swarming The barricade breaks and I am running In my eyes She's going
1: to join them And she's like this She's going to kill
2: We couldn't hear you, Mrs. Smith.
3: I said, that was for you, Darren, that Chiron says, Full Luxury Alternatives to Capitalism. Yes. It's for
4: all of us, really.
3: And the last title, Mrs. Smith, the niece is taking the place of Tucker Carlson and And she's spinning in her circle and there's flames behind her. And it says at the bottom, Generations Unite to Topple Crappy Society.
4: (laughs) It's so nice to have political music to counter the presence of like Randy Rainbow and the basic bitch uh, politics.
3: Mm-hmm. It's and actually a complex, if I may, I mean, it's a, if you follow through the video at the beginning, you'd be like, wait, Mrs. Smith is on Tucker Carlson. But what, what <laughs> say you have to follow the threads. You have to follow the storyline of the niece and the Applebee's waitress with the eat the rich t-shirt and the whole story. And in the end, you see, Mrs. Smith, they all joined together, you know, and, and I played it for a, fa- uh, a fan of mine who I teach guitar lessons to. And he said, he's like, I'm like a, in the middle. He's like, I sometimes vote Republican, I sometimes vote Democrat. He said, I feel like this video could bring everyone together because in the end, it really is about class, which is that it's not about left and right. It's about haves and haves nots.
4: Wouldn't it be great if we get to like the twenty fourth century and our entire uh, society is structured around Mrs. Smith, like the Bill and Ted movies? <laughs> but in real life, oh, Smith,
3: I would love
2: considered a uh, political <laughs> office.
3: So can I be kept alive, like all in a st- chamber? Like, <gasps> yeah, it'd be like yeah. Futurama, where your head is preserved. I don't want to be like Mango, where it's like you're you're really famous now that you're dead. No. You know? okay. But thank you for watching. Thank you for playing my video. It was great fun to make. I it was stimulated by a Trump supporter. He said something like, I'm a fan of yours. Now I just think you're a dumb tranny or something. You know, they they love you until you say something about, you know, I started coming out first for Bernie Sanders in the Mm -hmm. primary. I said, I can't stay silent because these kids, these kids that follow me, they are not flourishing Okay, I don't got the trust fund, kids. I don't got the cool kids. They're in trailer parks. There's full tragedy lives, okay? Something in like, let's get mobilized. And they're like, I can't believe you for Bernie Sanders. And then I kept quiet about Trump for so long because I, I resented having to talk about him. And also I felt like, what am I going to do about Trump? But with this COVID, I couldn't stay silent. People were dying. And the idea of this work is freedom, Go out and risk your life and die so the economy can survive the sickness of this idea. And I said, I can't stay silent. He's disgusting. And when I started speaking out on Facebook, they came for me. Oh, really? mean mean boomers and one of them said something like i hate you now or something and i said what ha- what's why you're so mad at me what happened did you go to applebee's with your niece and she joined antifa and i was <laughs> like that's it that was like that's the song <laughs> 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 oh, trump's my shadow ally <laughs> hey whatever works whatever yeah. works.
2: That's, a, that's wonderful so, uh man, can and, I, I so
4: Oh, go ahead, no, Rob. Sorry. No, no, you go ahead, Doc. I was going to say, well, we're, we're, we're obsessing on this politics and stuff. Uh, I want to know what Mrs. Smith has been doing since, since uh, being on our show. Oh, let's
3: see. What happened? Well, I did the WA off. Yes, right. I did the WA off in March. You were here right. promoting that. Yeah. I was here promoting that. That was one of the last shows before um, the COVID. In fact, Seems
4: like another world.
3: I was surprised it even happened. And when I got home, I was like, "This is not good." And I'm, I, I thought I probably had it because all the Metallica fans came from out of town. I think there were about fifteen hundred people. It was this club show, and I thought they're going to be throwing um, like heroin pipes at me because <laughs> they're 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 evil people. This dark music. <laughs> it's moms and dads. It's Disney, honey. It's mm-hmm. Disney. And that was so cute. And they were so funny. They're like, boom, Mrs. Smith in a sweet way. They really got into the spirit of it. And I got to tell you, meeting Kirk Hammett, what a thrill. When he came walking through the door, it really is something when you're just right there. I mean, and you think, I don't, okay, well, you're, you're a little shorter than I imagined. (laughs) I see you. It's from these epic photos, the rock star and, um, Smith, you're too kind. He's a lot shorter than you expected. much honest. shorter than I expected. And he was so lovely. And he really is kind of a hippie. He really what did he say
5: to you? What was the, like, the first thing he said to you?
3: Well, we had communicated by intermediaries up until that point. And I had been in touch with their – actually, there were people in their team who really made it happen. Chris Risner, Chad, Chad Z, who's one of the um, guitar techs, um, James Hetfield's guitar tech. And, so, um, and then Kirk's. People, but um, he just came walking up to me and he said, "This is going to be so much fun. We're just going to make it fun, and it's going to be like totally campy." He's like, "I think we should just be really campy." And I was like, "Well, yes." <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, I love that. And me, and I th- at first when we started rehearsing, I thought he's so shy. You know, he's such a shy one, and and I thought he's probably going to. I don't want to. I don't want to upstage him in front of his own fans. That would be rude. You're trying whenever you're in the room with someone like that, you're gauging the power dynamic. Who's got the, you know what I mean? And so we're staging it and he starts doing these broad, like what, like broad acting, like big, 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 big. And I thought this guy knows what he's doing. He's on stage in front of 50,000 people. He knows how to spell a beat, a comedic beat. He got so into it and he was stood on a giant wawa pedal that he had made i was like damn you and then um he said uh he's like you're gonna win do you know that you're gonna win like we're gonna you're gonna win and i was like well you know like thank you so much and i was like you know and he was so sweet and um then we began rehearsing and i we collaborated and there's the drummer from Queens of the Stone Age and Doc Coyle and and the bass player from Metallica. And, I, and there I am giving orders about when to say play what. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, it just became artists solving a problem. How do we tell this story? And then when we did the show, of course, I was so nervous and my hands are sweating and um, the audience was so sweet and it was so much fun. And then it was just, it's one of those things where then before you know, it it's just over and all of that anticipation, you know, but to have Metallica share my video or my image be on their Instagram, things like that was really just such a thrill. And then the next day I saw him in the airport pushing a huge thing of, of suitcases, huge. And with this beautiful, a uh, lovely, lovely uh, companion. And uh, I saw him and I said, oh, stars, they're just like us. You know, he's <laughs> his own luggage, you know, and, um, it was just great. It was so much fun. I'm trying to think of other fun things that happened. We did, we made a video for Steve Vai. Because, uh, you know, Kirk Hammett was taught by Joe Satriani, who also taught Steve Vai guitar. So we – and Steve Vai is a real wah-wah. He's great with it. And so we – and I emailed with him a little bit. And so we made a video, Kirk and I, like, we you know, why are you holding back with the wah-wah, you know? And, and it was so – it was just, you know, cute and fun. And, and he loved it. And it was great fun. It was great fun, and I, then it was oh, over sorry. no gigs.
4: I had a question for you about the whole thing with Kirk Hammett. Like, would you say when you first met him and when you first started booking and putting all this together, like, did he? Would you say he got what you do, like your your uh, act, and or was he like a little bewildered by it? And by the end, would you say that that he got it more, or or we got it the whole way through?
3: Well. It's interesting. So what I learned a lot about how one's social media presence filters through the world, because one doesn't know. You put something up. I mean, yeah, if a famous person makes a comment, you go, okay, well, that famous person knows who I am. But a lot of for, for years, I had no idea that anyone was watching it. It wasn't like I had millions of views. And what he said was that the first video he saw of me was when I was in Times Square looking for Carlisle, and that was to promote my off-Broadway play where oh, I was wow. playing guitar. It was a song and dance show where I sang and I had these two backup dancers and it was just all about Carlisle. And he's like, I and He's like, you were just like you know, screaming for your cat. And all these people were screaming his name. He's like, I'd never seen anything like it before. And then the Metallica dudes, the, the crew were big fans according to them of Mrs. Smith. And Chris Risner told me this one story. He's like, he's like, there was just, there would be these moments where like, we'd all be like on the tour bus on our phones. And someone, there was someone who came walking in and they just had this look on their face. And they said, have you heard of Mrs. Smith? (laughs) And they were like, dude, yes, like get on board. You are totally old. You're totally out of it. You're not cool. Like we've known about Mrs. Smith for a long time. And I was like, wow, you just don't know that this is happening out there. You know, when you post a, a funny video um, and I think the texts and the the fan, the, you know the, the they're the ones that have percolated this out into the world because the mrs smith thing is sort of like an inside joke with guitar and, and metal, yeah. like a little spinal tap type of a thing you know so i think that and then um and then i guess you know he, he uh, you know he followed the mark ignacy show where the challenge was made <laughs>
2: uh one of our listeners actually attended the show sam i am uh, he posted this photo in our live discord we have an ongoing discord for our oh, listeners, wow. by the way, that goes on all throughout the week. Yeah, Please join us. Uh, here's a little photo, and I I, I queued up. Uh, there's like official video. Page.
3: Uh, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, skip, skip it to the,
1: middle. the uh. moment
2: has. Uh. <laughs> okay, like, so we're about like four minutes into this. That was like, that was twenty pounds. How long? How long was the whole event?
3: It was seven minutes long. Oh, okay. And it was uh-huh. really like a, a little pop um, up And, we, and we I'm to, sorry. Like, the beginning, you know, the, we we had to stage it. It was like, how does it start? Who comes out? What's the music that plays? All the, the hair looks fantastic. I'm so skinny there. Thank God.
4: <laughs> and 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 Kirk Hammett's like. Other other band played there too, right? Like that was the yeah. So they, they had a cover
3: be. band gig, and and um, they were doing all these fabulous covers, and they sound great. And um, this is great. I need I need you to. Look, look great. You look
5: so comfortable up there. I was going to say like, that pop. you are just meant to be right there on stage with him. You, you look, look more one
3: comfortable thing, than he does, actually. The one yeah. thing that's tough about that kind of a gig is. I mean, you know, I just, I just, when I am not sure about the sound of the guitar, I just go to the person persona. But the one thing about a gig like that is, when you you come out and you got one shot, it's like you don't know how the amp is going to behave, the levels. When when you're on stage, you can really adjust. With the, the, and so my biggest concern was like, am I too loud or like it's too dense or like is it, the distortion? And I had all these crazy pedals. I had this, well, I have the quad p- Wawa pedal. It's four Wawa pedals in one. That's how I win the competition. You can see it there on the side of the stage. So four Wawa pedals that all operate with a metal plate on top. And I had Sweetwater make that. And that's how I w- win against him. And, um, but it really is more about like, Look, he's so good at this. He pulled this out on stage.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he didn't tell you he was gonna do that, huh? Oh. Hey, on. you're cute couple. Ouch! That's that's me. Pinch. Ouch! He goes for it. Hmm. I kept having to. T- I think you could take him. I was like, don't shred it all at the at the beginning, Kirk. Save your best licks, you know, for the end. Oh, do the laughing. That's a Steve Vai trick. <laughs> Oh, he's always oh, he's being a
4: heel. Look at this. He's doing the heel phase.
3: This is great. This is his walk. New Wawa's at once. Wawa, wow, you're making it. Look at him. He's great. He's- he and I we worked on this. I said, we all, we each have to take it in. When the other person plays, take it in, react, take it to the audience, mm-hmm. respond. And that way the audience we really have to stage it like a musical.: I just want to let you guys know that our,
4: our voices go in and out when video is playing, so okay. we have to like talk when it's not playing.
2: Yeah I'm trying to, to mute it so
3: so That's like I'm really shredding right now.: Yes, let's hear it), let's hear it.
4: Look, he's jealous. Look at him. Look at that face.
2: Yeah. I love that he's playing. This is the guitarist of Metallica giving you props like oh were you on stage like like being like this is crazy like why is he working with me i was i was really
3: nervous the thing that made me the most nervous about him is that he's very 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 used to being on stage a lot and in front of lots of people and i am too and i had to learn how to control my nerves when playing fast because when you try to play fast and you get nervous your fingers can bunch up and they get Mm. sticky it feels like this feels like there's like honey on the fretboard it's really scary and when you're trying when this kind of a thing this wasn't this wasn't a shred competition but let's be honest like i had to shred you know and but afterwards he was like uh what is your live show and i said well i played one by metallica and he said you do and i said i've got this great track and i I do i said except when i do the solo i use wawa and he died laughing because that's one of the only solos that there's no wah-wah. <laughs> he got the joke. <clears throat> and he was very sweet. He was very, very, very sweet. Yeah, this is And so I just cool. said, look, I said, look, I'm a huge fan. This has meant so much to me. I said, when I saw the video for one, I said, it, it impacted me. It's such a work of art, a profound statement about war and a kind of nightmare scenario that everyone imagines right trapped in your own body i was like the, uh, do you go into that experience and create such a beautiful work of art and when i saw that video i said this is like thrash music but these are artists and there's a vision, there's a depth here, you know. And, and then, you know, the, my favorite album is the Black Album because I like a pop structure. I like a little more. I don't need 20 minutes of the, you know, I like a beginning, middle, end, please, you know. So I love that album and incredible videos. And he was, he was very, very, you don't want to gush like that right away, but you have to eventually. Don't do it right away when you meet someone like that, that you can't do that as a, as a fellow that's no. no 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 no
2: so you want a little plaque there i see a uh, a pedal a waffle yeah. plaque
3: yes, i don't know where that is but they haven't sent it to me yet so i have to contact chris about
2: that mm. Mm. but that's great and so uh robert Trujillo was also there so i like that you guys kind of worked it out but still improvised within like the loose outline that you came up with is that what i'm gathering
3: we came up with the real like a it was pretty pretty set i mean the riffs that we played weren't set, but I, I knew like, don't, don't blow your gun early.
2: And uh, when, when, at I what am. point were you like, Oh, I got this. I, like did the nerves shatter at any point? And then you were just like, as oh, soon as whatever. I came
3: out and you just are in the flow. I mean, my biggest concern was that we would fall off the script and that the audience mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to follow the, the biggest thing with this was, was really making it clear who's winning and who is losing, and that there were rounds like a boxing match, and so it had to be clear like, okay, okay, that, that person won, okay, that per- And so I would just thought, if we get off script, the audience might get confused or maybe someone gets nervous, and as soon as I went out there and we got started, I knew this is going to be great. this is going to be so much fun so and it was just, a, you know, a little seven-minute masterpiece.
2: Right.
5: <laughs> Definitely a lot of creativity, like all around. Very yes,
3: great. and he and the Dunlop got into it with the uh, giant wah wah, and they had made a bunch of picks. Oh, I, was, I need to send you guys some of these.
5: Oh, you know, I was gonna ask oh. you if you got to keep one of his guitar picks.
3: If you guys I have crazy. a whole bunch of them. And then I got all of these. Now all I have is all these Wawa pedals. I have this cool one. You guys need to get these. <laughs> these cool Wawa pedal covers, Black Lives Matter. Oh, that's nice. cool. I think they should make a class war now one though. It's I mean, nice, but it's like you're stepping on
2: it though. I feel that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, could could you give so us a what? little more, a little more playing? A little, a little bit, a little bit of shred.
4: Well, I love this. It's like the, the Johnny Carson show. You talk for a little, and then they go and do a song and come back and talk some more.
2: It's amazing. Uh, while the uh grabs her gear, I do want to mention that this week's episode of the Metal Injection Livecast is presented by Fate's Warning. This month, Fate's Warning will release their new album, Long Day, Good Night, via Metal Blade Records. Mm-hmm. Fate's Warning has been a formidable presence in progressive metal for more than 35 years, helping to shape and drive the genre without oh, yeah. ever compromising yeah. their integrity or losing their relevance. is a big Great fan older. of Fate's What's Warning.
5: What's up? I love Fate's Warning. <laughs> uh,
2: Fate's Warning return in 2020 with Long Day Good Night, their most epic and longest album, of their storied career you can purchase your copy of long day good night at metalblade.com slash fates warning
3: that know. could be the episode title oh, really. is terrible it was terrible <laughs> totally as totally just destroyed by his legacy just just in in the, when you put the two side by side it's like it, uh, it may be that what happened is that reality became more cartoonish than Borat, the character. Oh, I thought you were saying Rob's Borat impression was terrible. Oh, I so did the I. second <laughs> Borat was... Yeah, I no, I was, it, was the... That's what I thought. Both we liked it for the correct. most part. No, your like Borat that. was fantastic. <laughs> we, did a, we did
4: a review on it. It's oh, on yeah, Patreon. I did. That, uh, did you
3: thank like you. Uh,
4: Three of us liked it and one
2: of us hated it. I, I, think,
5: didn't, I didn't care too much for it.
3: I, I do want to. okay. Qu- I'll
5: just, just watch it that one. The
3: the, the the key to the original was the fact that there were interactions with real people, and then most of this were skits with an actress. Yeah. So it was just very different.
4: Oh, it was there completely was, different. Yeah. A few the people they were I interacting
3: with were. Genuinely with. laugh out loud. There were a few moments where I really lost myself, but. I lost myself a million times in that original film. There was a shot where he's at a rodeo and something insane happens and a horse with a woman and a flag collapses behind him. I mean, there were these incredible, just like cinematic, like, like really high concept moments in that original movie. I mean, lightning doesn't strike twice.
4: I, mean, I think I said this in the, in the Patreon, but just a little spoiler is that I agree with you. I think it's not as it's funny It's not as funny as the first one, but I think they knew going in what you just said is that you could never match the lightning that struck. So they went a completely different direction and made like a cinematic film out of the Borat story. And I thought in that, context they did a great job with that 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 would that was i
3: liked liked when he came out with the rudy giuliani and he came out to offer himself in a ridiculous (laughs) outfit i think that was very funny but there was all this stuff about scandal that like rudy giuliani would be on the bed like unzipping his pants and it's like why this young woman has thrown herself at him the entire time is having a drink with him goes into a bedroom with him i mean it's not it would not be scandalous for him to think that that would lead to something she's been complimenting him and being so you know and so i was just sort of like i don't really think that there's a a, a shocking revelation in that i mean i guess it's funny you know that he would do that but I, 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 uh-huh. I had
5: an issue with it just it just made me think of revenge porn and that's not something that i can get Behind, and I just didn't appreciate it for that. I also thought they made a big deal out of it, like on social media, like it was going to be this big thing, and it just ended up being nothing. So, you, don't, just, have to,
4: you, know, you don't, don't have know. to get it behind when it's revenge porn, you can be in any position. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Karen yeah, knows all about it oh no there's, oh. No, there's gals out there there exists
4: marry a af- foot of uh, film of me for steps steps of any kind I'm
1: coming for Karen I'm um, coming for
4: Revenge porn coming
3: for you. Watch out! The DVD tapes are out there.
1: <laughs>
4: I don't want to ruin your song, but I can, I can confidently say my penis has never been videographed in history.
3: Keep it in the shadows.
2: Well, you know, uh, Rudy Giuliani is a big fan of revenge porn because he leaked all of that Hunter Biden porn. Uh, Or porn I guess sex tapes They're not (laughs) porns He wasn't shooting it To like Start a Hunter Biden You don't know He might have had An OnlyFans He was gonna Uh, set up Now it's ruined
3: That only depends What you do with it (laughs) At least someone's Having fun out there
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) Doing
3: some crack Fucking some hoons Hunter
2: Biden Clearly has a lot of fun It came out this week That he spent like (laughs) twenty one thousand dollars on a cam model which again if put in the context of this guy is a like hundred millionaire twenty one thousand
3: dollars would be like what to us is like 50 bucks you know better than putting it into a hedge fund yeah do we know who the model was cam newton (laughs)
4: the cam model
3: Good for him. I just spilled a little beer. So, if you excuse me. Well, and me. I think I think that that my hope was that that backfired terribly because everyone has someone in their life who's a recovering addict. You know, I mean, everyone knows someone who's been up and down the road with crack or heroin or alcohol. So, to me, I just thought, well. They're just—they're just making everyone go like that's just sad. Like I wouldn't want—I wouldn't want my cousin, who struggled with heroin, to be on the news if there was a video of them using drugs. You know,
1: right.
3: it has, <clears throat> has nothing to do with the you know election and and the revelation of nepotism. Oh, shocking! You're kidding. Yeah.
4: Well, I think that's the worst thing about it. It's certainly not that he had consensual sex with a woman or that he did drugs. I feel that's. Like, trying to expose that shows the out-of-touchness of, of like, Republicans and stuff. Because that, like you said, I don't know if it necessarily backfired, but it wouldn't have – it wouldn't land the way they think it's going to. But I just think – I think the nepotism aspect of it is way worse than the corruption aspect. Because, like, the reason he has $21,000 to screw a cam model is because he had a $600,000 a year job because of his father in a foreign country doing a job he knew nothing about in a country they just did a coup in so that's shocking to me but like you said oh my god Honepete. well you turn on the news every day and trump's uh, mongoloid son and the son-in-law and daughter have jobs so it's not shocking anymore everybody does it psycho daughter yeah. so when joe biden does the same thing it's like well you're attacking him and yes, it is terrible, but you have no footing to really say anything
3: about. But it's it. really liberals who should be attacking that type of. I mean, to me, the, the what was it, one hundred eighty thousand dollars a month or something, one hundred fifty thousand dollars a month? Wasn't that it? The wage for who? Hunter Biden? Yeah, it was something like that. It was so much. Yeah, money. It was a lot of money. Like I think it was sixty thousand
5: dollars a month. It was like
3: this. These are the types of numbers that we need to be publicizing. Not to like get, you know, Joe Biden, but more to Biden. about about, about uh, income inequality to probably.
4: prevent people like Joe Biden from being the only chance to stop
2: Donald Trump, I would say, is why we need to publicize that. I want to quickly mention before we get off Rudy Giuliani uh, and Borat uh, that this month's top of the month Patreon bonus episode is a nearly two hour discussion about the new Borat movie. It's longer uh, than the movie itself. Where the four of us, know Mrs. Smith, unfortunately, but she told you what she thinks.
1: You know what uh, I...
2: The four of us discussed the movie at great length, and you can listen to that and all of our previous bonus episodes for as little as $5 a month at patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Last month, we did two horror movies. We did Watch Along, so you can watch the movies with with us. We did Trick or Treat, which we liked, and Cannibal Holocaust, which we did not like. And uh, previously, uh, we did some other fun things like The Dirt. We did a watch along of The Dirt. We did a Hulk Hogan movie, Santa with Muscles. We did a Lords of Chaos round table discussion. Lots of fun episodes. Patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. And you get access to all video versions of our episodes. And uh, you get access to Sid's weekly TV column. And is there anything else I'm forgetting? Zoom hangout this Thursday. That's right. We're doing a Zoom hangout this Thursday evening. What time, Sid? 6 p.m. Eastern. 6 p.m. Eastern. We're doing a Zoom hangout. You can hang out with us. Uh, that's exclusively for patrons. I
4: have a, a really good trivia game to continue Ooh. from last time. We didn't get to all the questions, and I added some more Nice live cast
2: trivias. If and hopefully fan. I won't blurt out the answers this time. Yeah,
4: that'd be nice, but we can never we can never count on that.
0: Rob's a wild card. <laughs>
4: i oh, really oh, go ahead and sorry no oh,
3: what was that sorry miss no, Smith. I was just say I just started a Patreon and I love it. I find what? it really helpful.
2: Yes, what it?
3: is your Patreon? Yeah, plug it. Smithcat mrs like Smithcat misses one word Smithcat misses. But it really does create a, like a deadline like it's like I feel it's good and a little a little income for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's been
4: good. It definitely spurs us to do things. I'll tell you that. A little
3: extra's a little
4: behind. Yeah. I wanted to can I break in and give some election uh oh boy. partial results? Sure, what do we got? So I'm just focusing on the swing states. I'm not looking at the uh at the
2: um what's Wait, it called? uh Mr. But, Smith, can you give us like a little election bumper riff? Yeah. Metal injection right. live cast election update.
4: So I'm only focusing on the swing states right now, not looking at the overall because you know, what does it matter if California yeah, we know, yeah, where, we know where that's yeah, going. Exactly. Swing states, Florida. Uh Trump is up fifty one point three percent to forty-seven twenty percent. So for about four Ooh. points. Uh, Georgia, Trump up 14%. Ooh. Iowa, no, no results reported till 10 o'clock. Uh, Michigan, which Biden was winning when we started this show, Trump plus 13%. Uh, New
2: that's
4: Hampshire, so in the bag, that's Biden, uh, 54 to 44. North Carolina, which was about plus 10 for Biden, is now tied, 49.5 I mean, yeah. to 49.3 Biden by 0. 02 uh, Ohio plus two Trump Oh. Uh, Pennsylvania is is still biden by five percent but he was up about twelve percent oh, I think Texas uh, Texas plus two Trump
2: oh.
4: 2.1 wow. uh, and Wisconsin plus four Trump
2: so that's uh, your swing state
4: swing state reports
2: can we get a swing state report outro mrs. Smith <laughs>
4: That's the sad sound.
2: Right?
4: <laughs> this is all. A lot of these are. Florida's done. Florida. Gosh. I think NBC already called Florida. But a lot of these other ones are just like no more than half reporting. So if you're rooting for Biden, don't uh, don't freak out yet. The only We're one breaking, that's gone is Florida. your
2: own uh, recommendation, uh, Darren, and that you're giving results before they're fully tallied.
4: Well, there people want it. I know what the audience wants
5: <laughs>
4: and it's oh. not going to change. It's on the Internet. It's not like I'm doing the polling.
5: Right. Uh, oh, wait.
2: Go ahead. Now. No, okay. oh, is no, no, I'm trying record? to see
5: if. No, I thought uh, Ms. Smith was going to play. No, no, go hard. ahead. I'm
3: just practicing just tuning up.
5: <laughs> I was going to ask, is that like an Eddie Van Halen? Oh, yes. Guitar? This, um, that those are the stats
3: I want to know. So this is an Edward Van Halen guitar. Crossed with a Steve Vai guitar. Wow! Oh wow! How did you get them to mate? Is it an Ibanez? It's an Ibanez guitar. Yes. Cool. And yeah, that is that's, beautiful.
2: It's now, really Ibanez is a Vai thing, but because uh, Eddie Van Halen is a Fender guy, or like a Charvel. Charvel? Am I getting this right?
4: Are you Trying to show your knowledge to Mrs. Smith. Signal.
3: Oh, he made a Frankenstein guitar, but the first guitar he ever um, endorsed was actually the Kramer Pacer, which I have one. I can't get it it because of these headphones. Oh, Um, damn. But – and I may be partnering – I can't talk about it. um, So anyway, the Pacer. But then his Frankenstein guitar that you know so well – Mm-hmm. was actually just a, like a neck he found in a box and a body that he found somewhere else and he stuck them together and he made it. So it, it I think it has a Kramer neck and a Stratocaster body, but it really was his Frankenstein creation.
2: He is a luthier. People don't give him the credit. He is an inventor. Is that like being a Lutheran? Lutheran, that's what I meant.
5: A luthier.
2: A luthier? A luthier. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't know, you know I,
4: I didn't, it right. know, Fuck I didn't know Kramer made guitars I thought he got cancelled for saying n word on stage He's... Different Kramer Oh, okay Different Good, Kramer good, I don't want you to be involved with that Mrs. Smith
0: Kramer versus Kramer situation going on I
4: watched that the other day oh, oh my god, it's so traumatizing You know how scary things in movies One of the scariest things in movies Is when that kid falls Falls off the jungle gym I lost it. Like, I, I was like, well, how do you show this in a movie? I was a kid when I saw this. I've
0: but never
1: seen a movie. The upper what movie? Side.
3: It was screaming.
4: Like, they're arguing or something, and, and, and they're not paying attention. The kid falls off the jungle gym. It's their kid that they're fighting over. And there's, like, a, there's a big bruise or something. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck are you doing to this kid?
3: In his eye. It's very, yeah, but, but, but I, I thought Meryl Streep is barely in it i don't know why i was watching it oh no you're gonna make me watch it again it's quarantine we're yeah. out of movies this is her this, this is this must ex-wife's friend okay and she they're both their kids are at the playground and they're divorcees all oh, right yeah yeah oh.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 No. why'd this you make me
0: watch
3: must, this must be before they had labor laws. Remember labor laws
4: when children could fall i haven't seen this in like 15 years and i'm like i thought it was the two parents arguing but it was he was just him being a neglectful father like flirting with this girl
3: That's well he's he's actually quite attentive father but he this was a this could happen to any parent
4: well the point is that he's he knows <sighs> he's gonna he's gonna eat shit for this because the kid got hurt under his he, watch he, even
3: he, though. yeah in the trial he eats he eats poo poo for that yeah
2: Oh, so it's about a child
3: custody? Is that what? This yeah, is? Meryl Streep leaves him at the beginning. Of the he's a admin, very overinvolved in his career, and then she just—it's very much like—it's um, almost like the ending of A Doll's House by Ibsen, the classic drama. Oh, and yes. pick up at the at the ending of that, she just packs her bag and says, "I can't take it anymore," and leaves. And he has to learn how to father the child. And actually, I found it sort of moving as sort of like modern masculinity. He's you know. but it's boring it's just you know him learning how to like give cereal to the kid losing his job because he's never at work because the kid and well that that
4: era what is that 1980 like that whole era is like they the people like boring ass adult drama movies were just championed for those five years like ordinary people is another one like woody allen interiors and all these like Movies just where just adults like whine about everything. that, And some of them are good. Like Ordinary People is a good movie. Even though it's good, it's fucking boring as shit. But like the name alone, who wants to see that movie? Like who's running to the theaters to see Ordinary (laughs) Peep? Come on. It's not good marketing. I think what their intent was that it's ironic, which (laughs) is that like, you know, these are ordinary people, but they're not. They're really fucked up. But it doesn't come across when that's on the ticket. You know, it's like, who gives a fuck? Also, this was
0: smack dab in the middle of the era where people like Dustin Hoffman and Elliot Gould could be like legitimate Hollywood (laughs) leading men.
4: Yes. Which, like,
0: I look at that and I think I really missed my time.
4: (laughs) You know, it's funny. It's like it's a small window because, like, right on the other side of that, you got Sean Connery and you got, you know, like before that, like Clark Gable. Yeah. Very, there's handsome, handsome, handsome Elliot Gould, Dustin Hoffman. (laughs) Hands, it goes, just snaps back to Tom Cruise and all this. The 70s were a really fucking weird time. That's all but there is to it. It has a certain charm to it. Like I like that Elliot Gould can can be the leading man in a film, you know? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's something different.
3: Like you want people to be famous again because the the, the music was yeah. better.
4: That's I mean true. I don't I don't know that is, is Elliot Gould even ugly? I think he's ugly. He's just not like super studly
2: or anything, you know? I, didn't like think, I thought uh, Dustin Hoffman in his prime was a good looking fella. He's
4: well, not but know. he's not. I understand <laughs> what they're saying. He's not like a, he's not a he's not a box office kind of guy, yeah. you know.
3: I He'd be the that. friend now. Yeah. Who is yeah. Dying Jaws, the the Marine Richard Dreyfus I, I thought he was just so cute in that movie. Just thought he was so cute. You know what I? So, someone, ordinary looking, you know, not not yeah. like like model. Some,
4: someone suggested something to me. Uh, speaking of Richard Dreyfus, which is to re—I haven't done it yet. This might be interesting though. We'll rewatch What About Bob, and forget that it's a comedy. <laughs> just watch it at, neutrally, that you don't know Bill Murray's a comedian, and you don't know any of these people. And they said it's the most harrowing uh, stalker film that you've ever seen. It's, it's like a psychological thriller. Yeah, I, but yeah, but I like I, I'm anxious to do. It. It's a really, really good thought experiment because that is a very strange movie. It is.
2: Yeah,
4: I'm out of things to watch. Yeah, we're up to the point where we're rewatching movies in a different way now. That's-
0: yeah,
3: you know what I've watched a million times, watch over and over in the pandemic is Nathan for you, which I just think is oh uh, ever on TV ever. Oh, Mrs. Smith. Speaking right. of that, have you seen
0: How to with John Wilson? Do you know what that is? no I'm, but if it's a good new show i'm very
3: excited sid
0: it premiered two weeks ago on hbo it's produced by nathan fielder okay it, it's but he's not in it it's like this sort of documentary esque thing this guy like john video wilson essay. rob i i got rob into it yeah it's like it's video essays good. there's like crazy like just new york street footage that he weaves into this bizarro narrative it's there's nothing else
2: like it. You have to do The whole it
0: show okay. is basically...
3: One, 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 f- I'm, I'm emailing it to myself now. How to with John Wilson.
2: The whole thing is him basically doing a narration for 30 minutes with footage of New York City to accompany what he's saying. And sometimes it's uh, like silly. Sometimes it's actually very artistic in like a weird way. It's very good.
3: Uh, I Song Exploder and I was like... I can't tolerate this new kind of editing and graphics. It's so just pretentious. It was about REM and I was like, I I just could I don't know. Everything is just so overdone. You know what I mean? It's just like. I very nearly hit
0: play on that like earlier this week and I stopped myself.
3: The first one is Alicia Keys and I, I, this is going to sound so mean, but does anyone really listen to Alicia Keys? (laughs) I mean, really? And I was like the first episode about us, about songs. Great, the gr- about exploding great songs. Yeah. And it's Alicia Keys. Like, I just don't see her as up. I mean, I know, Losing My Religion, R.E.M., sure. It's a good song. But like, what about like, I don't know. Other, you know, there's way better songs, right? Yeah, I and
0: mean, no R.E.M. fan thinks that that's their best song. For well, they
4: sure. got to pick the one that'll you,
3: Radio. Free, yeah. no. Any number.
4: I'll tell you what I rewatched recently was uh, Cassandra Crossing. Have you ever seen that? But it's kind of relevant to today. It's like a 70s movie where uh, there's this train and the train's kind of it's um, like, a, like a cross-country train and it's carrying a deadly virus. Like a biological weapon. That has been released into the public So it's about you know the effort to stop The deadly virus from infecting the entire World and becoming a pandemic But it's got first of all it's got a great cast And it's got like Sophia Loren Is in it Eva uh, Gardner, Martin Sheen Burt Lancaster And OJ Simpson is in oh, it also God. Oh, um, And it's, the train's going towards a, a bridge that's out and it's going to crash But highly recommend it Because there's so many like cringe moments from what's Happening now you know but do we
0: really want to go through that
4: right now? I thought, it was, I don't know. I, I, I like putting myself through uh, <laughs> awkward media sometimes. <laughs> you watch, watch Synecdoche in New York.
2: Breaking news. Go ahead. Oh, boy. Hold <laughs> on. The AP has officially reported that you can legally, recreationally smoke weed in New Jersey now. Oh, Woo! Wow. All right.
5: Victories.
2: That's uh, nice. which is good because now it, it puts the pressure on New York for legalizing weed because people are just going to be going to New Jersey to get some
3: all that should just be taxed exactly and so it's like heavily, we
2: could use totally the like tax revenue right
3: reparations. now reparations I mean god breaking news potheads
4: will continue to smoke weed nothing has changed whatsoever Don't break your
0: bong, Rob. Careful there.
4: Don't do drugs, you'll die. Uh, Oh, hello. (laughs) Who is that? Who is that? Bob the Builder? Is that Bob the Builder? I'm
3: the white working class.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm here to destroy your dreams.
4: (laughs) Speaking of that. (laughs) The face of
0: economic panic.
4: Let's. uh Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna scan quickly. I won't read them all out again. I'll just see if anything has flip flopped or changed significantly. Uh, I oh, do Trump! In
2: Pennsylvania, the uh, vote count was very low. I looked.
4: Twenty-seven percent
2: now. Yeah.
4: Oh, you mean the turnout itself, or the no, no, amount of
2: no, no, no. the amount that they've collected? I meant. Right.
4: Yeah. That's. I like I said before. Well, no. Some of them are significant now. Like North Carolina is, 90%. is pretty
2: far along. Ninety-one.
4: Florida and North Carolina are the ones that are almost done. Arizona is 70%, and that's plus 10 plus ten Biden. That's the only one that he's really crushing right now, uh, and New Hampshire, but that's actually tightening up, and that's 28%. I think he's going to win New Hampshire.
3: Uh, locally, locally we have um, the DSA, Democratic Socialists of America, have congratulated Jamal Bowman Oh, awesome. his victory in New York District 16.
2: I mean that was pretty much a foregone conclusion. Yeah,
3: you never know. You never know. Uh, How's Max Rose? District Austin City Council District Four. We have a lot of Julia Salazar, uh, AOC, of course, but we've got a lot of local socialist movements. That's good. Like that.
2: Oh wow, Nicole Maliotakis is up fifty-eight point five to forty-one. Max Rose is out. Out, What's the percentage there? 83%. Uh,
4: eighty-three, 83 percent. Oh wow, she's uh, up by forty thousand votes. Damn. In a Oof. in a, in a borough that has like three hundred thousand people.
2: <laughs> See, everyone says New York is all blue. Ah, uh-uh. ah, not Staten Island, Bay Ridge. Yeah.
4: Well, Bay Ridge is blue.
0: Staten Island is not. Is it? Yeah, Bay Ridge. it's purple, maybe. Every, well, oth- every other elected official we have in here that Staten Island didn't get to vote on is a Democrat. Hmm.
4: I don- that's true at the local level, but didn't Bay Ridge go to Trump, though, in the election? I do not recall. Maybe. Because I remember looking at the map and like everything below like Church Avenue was red, almost.
2: Well, everything. Well, one thing I wanted to mention before we... Uh get out of here. The show is just flying by. Oh my goodness. The election slowly slips away from the Democrats' hands. Uh, (laughs) You're a doomer. I want to mention Chuck Blandington brought it up and uh, David Hasselhoff has a metal band or a metal project. Or There's a metal project where David Hasselhoff is doing vocals. I guess that's the The headline that you wrote
0: says has a metal band now.
4: Yeah, He clarifies it in the body of the article.
5: (laughs) Oh, Rob, you should. Oh, wait. Can, Can I ask a question right
7: here. Can, Can I meal, ask a question meals.
4: Is this David Hasselhoff singing, or is it a band doing like a Hate Beak where they just take the uh, clips <laughs> of David
2: Hasselhoff?: No, the physical, literal David Hasselhoff is involved with the production of this. okay. Also yes.
0: you sort of bury the lead because from judging from this picture, Bill Burr is also in this band ha. <laughs> And know, isn't even. he more famous now? Uh, uh, yeah, I play drums,
3: you know. Uh, <laughs> that's good. What are you going to do about it? That's
2: a really good Bill Burr. I got to say. Identity politics.
3: I have mixed <laughs> feelings about Bill
4: Burr, like most normal people, but I will say I love him for one thing, and that is doing 15 minutes of trash talking Philadelphia on stage, ad lib, in Philadelphia, to a hostile crowd that's booing and throwing things at him. He would not get off. He just sat there and shit on Philadelphia for the entire set. And he, I, whatever else he does, I will always respect that.
2: Fair. Well, this, this story is about David Hasselhoff, though. <laughs>
4: well, uh, do you, so, don't put Bill
3: Burr on the screen and yeah, expect really, us Rob. not to talk about Bill <laughs> Burr. I'm
2: sorry. You're right. It's very rude of me.
3: Can I get a temperature from the panel on another issue? And you yes. may have covered this already. Sure. The Miley Cyrus Metallica album.
2: Oh, do we talk about this? Miley Cyrus not. is going to be doing a Metallica covers album. I think it's great. I'm, uh, I know you're not a fan of Miley Cyrus, Mrs. Smith, but uh, as somebody who
3: Uh-oh. I think you're a damn fool. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, what are your thoughts on Miley Cyrus? Yeah, what
2: do you think, uh, Mrs. Smith? She
3: is famous because if her father is famous, and if she had a sing or swim on the quality of her voice, she would, would not be in the music industry. I could not agree more with that. How is the Hunter Biden of pop? She absolutely is. She look. She can. She's a very good karaoke singer. She's a very good karaoke yes. singer. You'd be like, oh, that girl can sing. Wow, she should be on America's Got Talent. Uh, Perfectly but said. She is not. A star. She is not a star and I was battling it out on Kazo- Kazoom. What is that other site?
2: <laughs> Facebook?
3: Karang. Karang. Oh, karang. karang. Battling it out in the comments. People saying she's, mag- she's a magnificent voice. These were Russian trolls. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> Barbara Streisand is a magnificent voice. Celine Dion, Whitney Houston. These are magnificent voices. This is a person who can sing in tune, yes, mm-hmm. but she's a cosplayer. <laughs> all she does is cosplay. Everything, well, look at—I well, mean, look at what a bad girl I'm being, that's and that's—and real bad, bad girl. girls don't do that. They just. Oh. All right, that's me.
4: But I, when, I appreciate oh, the kindness. But when when look look at what else is there? Look at what else is on the radio? Like compared to them, she is a fabulous singer.
6: Yeah. She,
4: and she, I agree 100% with your assessment, but I understand why people think she's a great singer, because there are no great singers hardly anymore. It's garbage. It's very, yeah. we don't know what's going on. So if you actually sing when you do a concert, you're like now, you know, Tina
3: Turner or something. I came in like a stupid bitch. Oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. What? No, but I'm sorry. What? Do you, <laughs> what does everyone else think? I'm I'm dominating. Sorry. What well, it, I would say, uh, as somebody in metal
2: media, uh, and somebody who is dying for any sort of mainstream attention for heavy metal, yes. Uh, I think in that sense, it's very good for heavy metal that it will get. Uh, the attention, and she does seem to be a genuine fan. She's working with uh, Andrew Watt, who is a genuine metal fan. He produ- he produced the last Ozzy album, so I think it'll be it'll be an okay, uh, like you said, America's Got Talent album. And if it gets if it gets even a thousand people into heavy metal, I think it's a success for metal. And I think that's like in the bigger picture, you know, for metal to be viable and and to keep going. Uh, it needs to make new young fans. What if all
0: it does is get a thousand Metallica fans into Miley Cyrus?
2: <laughs> could be. They could already be. Star. They're, all, they're all dads and stuff. The Black Mirror. <laughs> Yeah. oh it could be something where like dads can get their children to listen to the music that they like see it's miley cyrus playing the songs that daddy likes
3: but i thought that you know i thought she was good in that black mirror episode until i realized wait a second this is britney <laughs> spears britney spears should be the one in this show in telling this story you know she's the one she's being literally controlled her life you know by the pop machine but um yeah, she did a good nine inch nail song in that. that that's maybe where she got the bug
4: um yeah. so what songs is there a song
2: listing yet No that's all we know so far she hasn't uh, What do we She's s- putting out a rock album uh next month. What are the her- odds that Sorry. Enter Sandman is not on that album? <laughs> well the thing is what I thought about was that uh you know she's a singer quote unquote so they have to be songs that like would appeal to a singer so it's not going to be like uh, like Enter Salmon, is there really uh, like you know what I mean? I think it's going to be more the ballad. So like nothing else matters. But she could turn line. anything
4: into a ballad. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, listen. If if Tori Amos can do Raining Blood, I mean, you know.
3: Yeah, I guess they like, could make it. almost anything. You know. So sorry. What did you say? Shout no. pitch to almost anything. I mean, that, actually, what's good is that yeah. she actually she is a shouter. Which is weird when it's like Dolly Parton, you know? It's like a ballad, and there's acoustic guitar, and she's shouting. But maybe inside heavy metal, Mm -hmm. she'll actually just go to the limit. Whereas shouting over, you know, prettier sounding music can just be like, yeah, match.
2: I just want metal to be cool again. So if she can uh, give it a little boost,
5: I didn't like. So I I see what you mean about like her not having that star quality. I don't think she possesses it. I definitely. Like, it definitely seems manufactured on her. Her her voice does have, like, this interesting, like, rusty quality, but I don't think it's because she's professionally trained. I think she's actually just, like, misusing her vocal cord, and it's just becoming, like, raspy as she goes along. But a friend of mine, um, a comedian, he he just, like, went down this rabbit hole on Twitter, and he posted videos of her covering... Um, zombie and then uh, like Holland Notes. I think she did a cover of Maneater and I was like, oh, okay, this isn't like that bad. So I guess um, I, I agree with you, Mrs. Smith. She's a very good karaoke singer and she'll be just fine doing the Metallica songs. It's
3: incredible that it used to be like, oh, there's this new band. Like, have you heard of them? Like they're called Queen. Like I'm going to yeah. go buy their album. And that was the new song. And now it's like, oh, this Link to a cover isn't that bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not bad.
0: There was always well, also just like, like garbage pop music though. But we don't Captain have to and Tennille, and whatnot. we don't have the queen of today.
3: Right.
4: We rock, always had the pop yeah. music, but we don't no, have the, you don't companion.
3: have the, the exalted, the exalt, you know, I don't what's know. What's
0: that? What's that rock band that people thought was going to save rock and roll two years ago, Rob? Greta Van Vliet. Yes. Greta Van Vliet. yes. That's, That's
2: yes.
0: <laughs> uh, they're about to put
2: out a new record.
0: Actually. Ooh!
2: But you know, is putting out a new record? It's David Hasselhoff. Before we yes. uh, wrap oh, up yeah. the show, I do want to just play some of this. There's- I'm David yeah. Hasselhoff. I want to point out, it's
5: uh, it's a commercial.
2: Yeah. So you can't hear. You can't quite hear what uh David Hasselhoff is doing. You have to contribute to the kickstarter first for them to go into the studio and record this masterpiece
1: well then i have a new single Can you pause Through it for 1 night,
2: second yes i'm sorry oh, pause it for one,
4: i just wanted to say that not i mean he has had so much plastic surgery that it sounds like he can't pronounce his own name because the mouth movements are not sufficient isn't
3: Wrote this song, it's called Greta Van Fleet. There's a Greta Van Fleet (laughs) in your backyard, and they're buying little weed from the next door neighbor. They wrote that song,
1: yeah. That was very original. Greta Van Fleet
3: Greta Van Fleet
4: And it makes me wonder who likes Greta Van Fleet. (laughs) They literally wrote it. It's beautiful. (laughs) I, I like Greta Van Fleet now. It's strange. I never did before, but now that you told me they wrote that song.
3: I'm, I'm sorry. Go to the Hasselhoff. Go to the Hasselhoff. I had to just interject. I love that. I loved it. <laughs> I have a new single called "Through the Night" with Cusack. With Cusack. Oh. Slack yes, John. we
7: actually recorded a metal song with David
4: Hasselhoff called "Through <laughs> the
1: Night."
4: Can you pause it? <laughs> David Hasselhoff. If you watch the ten seconds of that video, is so into it, and the other Bill Burr guy is like, "Yeah, we did a song." <laughs> Go I can't, can't believe
2: Go
3: it. so either. crazy.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah, which is the thing we're do doing. It. You know, whatever.
3: Life is a big joke. Some people are jokes like Dave Hasselhoff. <laughs>
5: Look, he's wearing a shirt of, like, he's wearing his own shirt. Isn't that, like, <laughs> yeah, not allowed?
3: Don't the Hoff. He's
0: the Jason Newstead of whatever the fuck this oh, is. David oh. Hasselhoff.
4: I was going to say there's like a mustard stain on his shirt right there, but it's actually something on my screen, so I'm just going to keep <laughs> it.
2: Let's hear it. <laughs> okay.
4: And also shot
7: a cinematic music video and making off documentary surrounding...
2: I'm making fuck documentary?
4: It sounds oh, no. like you said it. it's uh, technically it's a, a making fun of a documentary. We're making <laughs> fun of David Hasselhoff.
3: just you you do a stupid shit, you just feel time uh, you know with guitar, person standing yeah, it's all stupid shit.
4: yeah, we got really high in the quarantine, and somebody one of my friends said, we should get fucking David Hasselhoff to do an album with us, and I was like, yeah, okay, and then it actually fucking happened. Our culture
1: is an empty shell.
2: (laughs) I also love that they're like, oh, we made a cinematic music video. I'm sure it's very cinematic, you know. And also a
7: cinematic music video and making a
4: documentary. So, we okay, so they outlawed goose-stepping in Germany, you know, we don't have a lot to do now, so we called up David Hasselhoff. <laughs> These two guys
0: that are like the side musicians look like if the dudes from ministry worked at Starbucks. Does
7: that make sense? They're uh, guitaring. Uh, and also shot a cinematic music video. and Need to
3: hear the song. Documentary. <laughs> the running this is insane yeah. project.
7: It's all over the news
3: today, yeah, David Hasselhoff. But it's good because it's the It's the truth. Oh, so if you
7: love the Hof, rock and metal music you simply have to become an important part of this project today by joining our Kickstarter campaign. Do the whole thing and see
1: what happens. Yeah. Oh, so hell.
7: why crowdfunding? To be completely honest, the project cost a lot of money and we financed it without the support
2: of a record label or
7: why? agency. Sounds because- like
1: garbage.
2: <laughs> it costs a lot of money to get Dave L. Hasselhoff in the room, so now no. We literally
1: plugged
3: into like an, a simulator amp and did <laughs> automated drums from Superior Drama that sound like garbage yeah. that some gent kid loser did.
4: So join me, Dollar Store
3: Paul Shear, and my. Friend.
2: Join me Simon Pegg Little
4: brother crazy
1: Join
2: me Simon Pegg Along with one of the twins from the Matrix
1: Simon Pegg
3: gave Gave, gave Bill Burr a baby He gave him a baby <laughs> I, mean, I came out as a baby Genetic, yeah. German yes. genetic gay genes of a gay baby,
4: and my good, my good friend, uh, a poor attempt to clone Adam Duritz on my left here. Damn it, that was gonna be my next. Record.
2: Oh, sorry, <laughs> it is me, German Moby with a beard.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where he been. I, I've been in Germany becoming a German. Have you ever wondered what music would sound coming out of
4: a hexagonal face? Well, now you don't have to wonder anymore. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Hexagonal face. That's the episode title. Nice
3: green eyes, though.
7: He has nice green eyes. See, since we didn't want to sacrifice any creative freedom. No. This absolutely had to be
3: a real matter <laughs> Yeah, where, like, are lay, uh, where are they? A lighting, a store that rents stage lights. We didn't want to sacrifice creative freedom. We didn't
2: want any label telling us how the Hoth should sound. <laughs> Unfortunately, the video looks like
4: it cost ninety nine cents because we used all the budget on CGIing this making of the video video. For some reason, <laughs> now we're sitting on a sci fi purple hallway.
7: Metal song since we know that a lot of people are waiting to see the Hoffs heavy side.
2: Is that right, Barrett?
7: This platform called Kickstarter allows us to offer you a lot of very special. And
0: that's a drop. That's that's a drop we're going to
7: use from now on. a lot of people are waiting to see the Hoffs heavy side. Is
2: that right, Barrett?
7: This
3: platform called <laughs> Kick. There yes. They're undermining yes. how postmodern. They're undermining
1: their own project.
4: <laughs> I'm going to play that anytime Rob says something like burnout
3: related. Is just
4: uh, is that Is that, burnt? Right? Is hey.
3: that right? Burnt. A lot of credit I give them. A lot of credit.
4: <laughs> Man, and I, I, I mean nothing. These guys
5: opportunity.
3: I want to hear the music. It, well, you got to like pay for it. Bit. It's
5: a little bit. Yeah, it's no, but, not ready yet. But you Even hear it, you it pay singing for it in the man. beginning.
2: Yeah, you just hear it at the beginning. So, well,
1: then I have a new single called good. Through the Night with Cusack.
2: Yes, we
7: actually recorded a metal song with David Hasselhoff called Through the Night, through the night forever. You do my Trump dance. And also shot a cinematic music video and So it's like a power metal song, basically.
5: Through the Night through- True. I also like that they're like we actually shot a music video with David Hasselhoff. Could you believe it? <laughs> Can you believe that we actually did it,
4: Mrs. Smith? Didn't you, I know we can't play the Hasselhoff? But I heard that you got an MP3 of one of their songs. Like, could you play your rendition of uh, what? Uh,
1: oh yeah, yeah. What yeah. the David
4: Hasselhoff song sounds like?
1: Of course, of course, I'd love to. This is an exclusive here. Oh wow, this is Metal Injection Livecast.
4: She's plugging in to play the David Hasselhoff song with the band Cusack.
3: Into the night forever, into the night forever never, into the fall when the leaves come down from the trees. A plus wow. there aren't enough metal songs about fall
2: <laughs> <laughs> mrs yeah. smith thank you so much for joining this us is this episode has completely flown by
3: this really occupied me in a good way because i was bored all day and i was like i'm not going to check the news and this gave me something to focus on so thank you guys so much you know i adore you and mm-hmm. We're going to have to, you know, obviously create a kind of anarcho-syndicalist band, you know, in a couple days and start just torching stuff. Just throwing the landlords into the well, you know. So, sharpen your knives. (laughs) There isn't anyone I would want in my bunker more than you, Mrs.
4: Smith.
0: (laughs) Do we want to meet up, like, on Atlantic Avenue for some looting tonight? Are we all ready?
2: Yeah, sure. Why not? It. Yeah, let's
3: go. Yeah, let's yeah get we can go to it.
5: Guitar Center. Yeah, there's Center.
2: Apple products. There's the Apple I thought Guitar Store.
5: Center was out of business. Well, no, they, they filed
2: for bankruptcy. Oh. So, a- yeah, let's kick them while they're down.
5: Yeah, that's the American spirit.
2: USA, USA. USA. I want to thank You're you, Mrs. Wrong. Smith. Mrs. Smith, can you give us the Patreon address?
3: Oh, patreon.com um, you- slash SmithcatMRS, like Smithcat misses the abbreviation. Is there anything else you want to plug? Oh, well, check out my video Antifa Nice on YouTube. Share it. Listen to it. You can listen to it on Spotify and all those other horrible platforms that, you know, pay like micro cents, you know, it's like you get, they actually just like, they send you an envelope and you open it and it's like, there's an atom of a cent. (laughs) You get like, like
4: Abraham Lincoln's tooth.
3: you get the idea of money yes (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. No. oh that reminded
4: me we didn't mention our Spotify playlist
3: oh
2: yeah we do have a uh, Spotify uh, playlist where we add uh, some music throughout the week check that on our profile page and uh, also please uh, give us a nice little five star rating on your podcast app of choice I would really appreciate that it would mean a lot to me only Rob would appreciate
5: it though like he said
2: yeah, the rest of us. appreciate it. And I do want to shout out our top live cast fans of the week. Uh, if you pay $10 a, m- a month on our Patreon, you get to be a top live cast fan of the week where you get a shout out. Uh, Mr. Smith, could you play a little backing music, uh, perhaps an acoustic? It doesn't have to be electric. Keep it yes, that I'm going to go mood
3: lighting. Oh. As you I look like out. you're on
4: this set of QSAC uh, with uh, David Hasselhoff. With the, that purple hallway, <laughs> sci fi hallway.
3: <laughs> Can
5: you believe we shot a Patreon video <laughs>
2: with Mrs. Smith?
5: Oh my it's goodness. Very cinematic. He was actually on our Patreon. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Why'd they name yeah. their band after John Cusack? That's what I want to know. He's
2: a great I'm actor. John Cusack.
4: Could have been Joan. Joan's amazing. She's a She's national a treasure. Joan, John's good too. Yeah.
3: I'm gonna do a kind oh. of ambient thing. That's a okay. Do your shout-outs.
2: Here are our top live guest fans of the week. Eric. Ganusha, hey Justin. Benjamin. I'll do the Decap. Andy Mays Kippa. Rock destroyer. Am I am loves Mrs. Smith. Gender. Oh, so sh- sh- people. Sh- There's a few more. LaCroix The crustacean sensation, a.k.a. cut stopper Ash Bosley hope Dallas, rock a bampi Shane, you go like stalkers, blended inks, Hey, guys, it's Josh. Those are our top livecast fans of the week. Thank you, Miss Smith. That was wonderful.
5: Can we get that all the time? (laughs) That
3: that ruled. I have these little ambient settings.
2: That's beautiful. Mrs. Smith, thank you so much. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. We are live every Tuesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern and uh you can tell us after uh thank you tiny terror in our youtube chat uh and uh, uh goodbye everybody
5: stay positive it's all going to be okay yeah. maybe maybe
0: <laughs>